Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Duel of the Takes. It's going to be Nate's favorite episode in post-production. We're doing another draft. It's uh, going to be the greatest classic rock bands of all time. So it's going to be the same as last time. Uh, the last episode we did top Disney villains. No, no it, was it was Marvel. MCU. Marvel I, I, characters. Grace beat me yeah. in a draft, and now she gets to challenge our good friend, John Peralski. Hello. First time he's been on the show, he gets to compete in a draft battle. How you feeling? Are you confident? Are you afraid? I am definitely afraid as Grace has been definitely tearing it up over these previous draft battles. Yeah, Grace seems unstoppable right now. She's she's acting like WCW Goldberg over here. <laughs> You're hyping me up too much. I'm nervous about this draft. <laughs> Uh, Nate has created a, a pool of classic rock bands uh, that each team will be able to draft. And instead of 20 bands, we are doing 25. This will be the longest draft we ever did. They have 56 bands to choose from. Um, as for Nate and myself, I think I could speak for him that we both love this genre and uh, it shouldn't be a problem for us to judge this. Yeah, when we uh, do an episode in season nine of our every music genre ever ranked, Classic rock has to be at least top five. Just by just by the list of these bands, which I will name right now, we have Led Zeppelin, Alden's favorite band, The Beatles, The Rolling Stones, Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, ACDC, Steely Dan, Pink Floyd, The Who, Prince and the Revolution, The Jimi Hendrix Experience, Boston, Kansas, Credence, Clearwater Revival, Aerosmith, Motley Crue, Rat, Te Tesla? It's supposed to be Tesla. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of this band. There we go, Tesla, uh, Fleetwood Mac, Journey, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Eagles, Motorhead, Van Halen, Leonard Skinnerd, Steve Miller Band, Styx, Foreigner, Elo, Elo? It's ELO. Oh, okay. Uh, ELO, I've had, I've, I've had an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Queen, Rush, Scorpions, Wings, Heart, Europe, Kiss, Yes, Cheap Trick, uh, Steppenwolf, Genesis, Alice Cooper, Blue Oyster Cult, Def Leppard, Doobie Brothers, Cream, The Doors, Thin Lizzy, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, The Kinks, <laughs> Quiet Riot, The Runaways, Dire Straits, ZZ Top, Guns and Roses and the Police. Josh, are you doing okay? That's the most amount of reading you've had to do in about a year. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bachelor's uh, degree education reading right there. It didn't help that I was literally fixing typos as as you were reading. My bad. I saw that. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but I really love a lot of these bands. Uh, this is going to be tough to judge. I think there's even a couple on here that I don't like. So this is going to be really interesting. It's a big enough list for it to not just be like some of my favorite groups. Great. Grace is the returning champion. Heads or tails, Grace? Tails. And John Perolski will have the first pick. For once, Grace isn't going first. Oh, snap. Oh, boy. <laughs> this wasn't part of the plan. I thought she was going to win inevitably. <laughs> well, we got a long list ahead. So uh, the way I would draft this is 
uh, say you want to make a festival, like a music festival of probably the greatest classic rock uh, bands of all time. That's how I would draft going in. it. you don't have to do that, but Woodstock 99 two, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, John, what is your first overall pick? What is the greatest classic rock band of all time? Well, it was stuck between two options, but I think I'm going to have to go with Van Halen. Whoa. Eddie Van Halen alone changed the way people viewed rock music in 78 and 79. And then the format that all of the rest of the bands, eh, not all of the rest of the bands, but a lot of the bands on this list that are more of the 80s and 90s type, they just go after Van Halen. And I think that they're probably the best band on this list wow wow that is a I, they're definitely hot top take. 10 <laughs> i i think it's definitely a hot take but i don't necessarily disagree yeah i i love van halen and you gotta think they have two uh, with a few of the other bands as well but with van halen they have two significant uh generations they have the david lee roth generation for the beginning where eddie was changing music doing the popularizing finger tapping and just trying to make random noises come out of his guitar. And then you go to the later years when Sammy Hagar joined, he was already a top selling artist. And so they basically became a power band, a super group, if you will. Not Van Halen three though. Uh, Yeah. Van Halen three is okay. (laughs) Van Halen three is one of the biggest bro moments in rock history. If you ask me. (laughs) Yeah. But again, I think one thing that you do have to give credit to Van Halen, though, is the longevity. And they were one of the few 70s rock bands to, like, naturally progress into a different, like, sound in the 80s. And even through the early 90s, too, before Van Halen 3, they were still putting out good music. For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge is a great album. No, I I think Van Halen's a solid choice in terms of, like, duration in which they were active and, like, the impact. I think they're a contender for the, the top three or four in my opinion but there it is the number one pick van halen are you writing these down nate yeah i am actually okay (laughs) all right grace your first pick i was gonna say and why is it big time rush (laughs) (laughs) have you heard this song worldwide i mean come on no i know the guy they're not 20 years old yet so not considered classic (laughs) they're like in their 30s i thought no 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 they haven't been around for 20 years Oh, okay. All right, anyways, my first pick is going to be Queen. Nice. Another one I wouldn't have picked at number one. This is nuts. This feels so good. Now everything's going according to plan. What's wrong with Queen? Personally, I wouldn't pick Queen like first overall, but I definitely see why most people would. Yeah, no, I think these are very non-traditional number one picks. I'm actually, I'm pretty pleased with this. Grace, why'd you pick Queen at number one? I picked Queen because I grew up listening to a lot of their songs, and I'm a huge fan of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, not, not the movie, like, well, yeah, the movie, but the song. It is just so good, and it's, isn't, wasn't it, like, the first, like, six-minute song on the radio or something? In terms of songs that were on the pop charts as well, or, like, the Hot 100, whatever it was called back then, it was probably the longest song on there for quite a while. Probably the only song over six minutes long on the on the Billboard Hot 100 for probably the duration of the 1980s. I think it was longer than the Stairway to Heaven radio cut, too. Uh, Queen's, Queen's an awesome band. Yeah. I love Queen, and I really wanted them on my team, so that's why I chose them first. (laughs) 
in terms of frontmen alone, these two bands are very, very interesting. Also, in terms of like anthems, this is definitely like the top two bands. If this is a uh, like a music festival, these two are good headliners to have. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. John, how do you bounce back with that, with your number two pick? I'm going to have to go with Led Zeppelin. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. Greatest rock band of all time, so sorry that I put Van Halen first, but... Uh, why, why Led Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin only was around for, I think, 11 years? Sounds right. What are you talking about? They, they just renamed to Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, they all got reincarnated. <laughs> watching Greta Van Fleet live is pretty like him doing those screams and everything it's pretty close to some of those Robert Plant live videos from 73 at Madison Square Garden I was about to say were you there no (laughs) (laughs) no Led Zeppelin it's once again once Bonham died they decided to not continue on and I think that's probably one of the things that has made their music last where they don't really have a bad album. Yeah, of course, you have Led Zeppelin 1 through 4, but even in Through the Back Door, the, their last album, I believe that's what it was called, uh, still a great album, a very emotional album. But even at that time, while tension was rising in the band and they were thinking about breaking up, it, it was Bonham's death that caused it. And I think that the not having that longevity of the band just going on for years and years and years really made their impact on music super popular and it was what made their music still last till today yeah no if you're talking overall album to album consistency i think that's why led zeppelin has stood the test of time for being like one of the greats i mean yeah you're totally right in that they don't have a uh, a bad album in terms of like what they're playing at this music festival it's if they have even if they only have 10 songs it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the best sets there for sure for a lot of the bands on this list also have that uh inspiration from led zeppelin where they all a lot of times van halen at the end of their shows during the sammy hagar eras they'd play rock and roll as their encore their last song during the show and uh, so many of these bands on this list at do that because led zeppelin just made such an impact on the world of music during their brief time they were around grace have you listened to greta van fleet yet uh, <laughs> um like i said i'm not good with names but uh I'd probably heard of it. I think you would really like them, actually. I think so, too. I genuinely like Greta Van Fleet. I think they get a lot of hate. Um, but at the same time, like, I hope that they, like, blossom into their own sound eventually. A group that is able to sell out stadiums, like, doing, like, a- another group's sound should probably put out something else when they have the spotlight on them, you know? And I, I think their newest album's kind of going towards something different, but I, I need a just another album that's going to got to be completely different the new pop album <laughs> that's unfortunately the way it might go they might be the next Coldplay. honestly Coldplay gets too much hate but that's a conversation for another time hey they're not on this list and that's all that matters <laughs> not yet nickelback would technically qualify now yeah they would be <laughs> stop please cold cold play and nickelback will be on this list soon yeah but so will weezer oh i love them Grace, what is your number two pick? My number two pick is The Beatles. There it is. Alden's favorite band. <laughs> I love the, Be- the Beatles because, um, I don't know, I like their message in songs. And if you, ever, if you listen to their lyrics really closely, like, it's really good. I'd be careful about listening to those messages. 
Well, we were talking about consistency with Led Zeppelin, and I think one of my favorite things in response with your choice of the Beatles is how inconsistent they are. Like, their sound evolved so much over their uh, very similar run of time, if I'm not mistaken. It was like 10 or 11 years. They put out 10 hours worth of music, and I think each hour plays entirely different than the, the last. Um, I personally like their psychedelic stuff a lot. I like the White Album. Again, I don't think the Beatles have a bad album. I think they have a couple of early safe albums, but I don't think they have a bad album either, if I'm being honest. When somebody says, like, what their favorite Beatles album is, there really isn't a wrong answer. Grace, what's your favorite Beatles album? My favorite Beatles album? I said Grace, but go ahead, Josh. Go off, King. <laughs> go ahead, Josh. Uh, Grace, you go, because I don't know. Um, I don't want to be a normie and just say Abbey Road. Oh, I I was just going to say that because I love Here Comes the Sun. I love that song. Uh, mine is definitely Revolver. That is my favorite Beatles album with Rubber Soul as a close second. Oh, what about Help? That's their early stuff. I'm not too keen on it. Let It Be is my favorite. It's a great ending. Yeah. What a great ending to a great era of music. Sweet. Well, this top four, or rather top two each, is looking very, very stacked. John Peralski's got Van Halen and Led Zeppelin, and Grace Kubis is rocking Queen and the Beatles. I know which one of these concerts my mom wants to go to, and I know which one of these concerts my dad wants to go to. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so far, I'm going to both of these concerts. I will sell my left arm to go to both of these. I, I also like that. I feel like Led Zeppelin and Van Halen performing close in close ties. I don't know who would go first or anything, but the Queen to Beatles is just a whole roller coaster of a ride. Yeah, and like the Beatles were kind of too big to do things like Woodstock in their heyday. Like they weren't, a, they didn't perform together after. They never really had like a proper reunion or whatever. It would be weird to see the Beatles at a uh, at a music festival. Like that would just be so freaking nuts. Like what what songs are they playing? And I keep thinking they're opening for Queen, so it's gonna go like from Hey Jude to Let It Be, and then you're gonna have Bohemian Rhapsody and Killer Queen right afterwards. No. What what about the yellow submarine song? As like as like let it be ends, you just hear bop bop bop, <laughs> slamming onto the piano keys. <laughs> uh, John, number three. I have no idea how this is gonna go, but ACDC is gonna be my third pick. Okay, okay, I like I, I like Iron Man too. ACDC has had such a good run, um, especially I know they're earlier albums aren't nearly as popular but their albums with bond scott are some of my favorite albums ever you have highway to hell which was bond scott's last album and then out of nowhere this underdog band from australia releases back in black eight months after their lead singer dies with a similar sound because acdc's sound basically has never changed the new singer just added a whole new element and immediately they skyrocketed in the united states and around the world and acdc still has the second greatest album or second highest grossing album of all time just behind michael jackson's thriller and for a rock album that came out in 1980 to still hold that spot strong today that's pretty remarkable i don't know if it's just like the rate your music like music snobs out there that shit all over acdc because their songs are relatively easy to play 
there's nothing too complex or experimental. The joke is like they have the same like baseline for every single song. I, I get that, but at the same po- at the same point, like in a music festival scenario, that's what modern music is. That's true. They would probably go hard at a festival. Like ACDC would be a headliner to a lot of people going to this 25 25 group uh, four day long music festival. You could also make the argument that while everybody jokes that ACDC's always sounded the same and has never changed, uh, look at a band like Metallica, who people absolutely hated their 90s run and absolutely hated Sane Anger, but now in what, 20 years after that, Hardwired to Self-Destruct, people are saying, is some of their favorite Metallica album. But that's music that's changed through the years. And ACDC, always keeping that simplicity, I think, is what has always gotten their albums to at least be sold. Number three. Um, My number three pick is Aerosmith. Wow, I really wouldn't have them this high. Damn. Wow, everything just evened out so perfectly for me there. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really, really just evened out totally. Hey, wow. Okay. Why Aerosmith? Like, wh- why, uh, why top three for you? Why are they a headliner at your music festival? <laughs> well, like, playing hockey in the locker room, we would listen to Aerosmith. And I don't know, maybe it's just more of like a personal thing to, to me, but I really like them. I like, I really like Dream On. I remember I used to put that song on repeat just when I was practicing. Like, so I, I don't know. I just really like them. I was just going to say, like ACDC, if they're doing like five, ten songs, like it's going to be one of the most consistent sets there. In terms of like bread and butter, Aerosmith has hits. Like they, they slap like Dream On, Walk This Way. Like, there's, there's a lot of potential for an Aerosmith set. I mean, it's incredibly impressive that Aerosmith um, were still, like, big in the 90s, came out with a massive hit. Their biggest hit ever was in 1999, which is mind-boggling to me. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing is a fucking banger. Probably one of the best rock ballads. Love that song. You're closing, you're closing the, like, their performance with that song. I literally thought that song came out in, like... 86 and then when we we were talking about armageddon that one time for like yep we like looked it up and that that came out in like 1999 and i just remember like my jaw hit the floor i was like there's no way (laughs) it's insane plus aerosmith's range i mean that first album grace i don't know if you've listened to their full first album but steven tyler sounds nothing like he did does now especially with that aspect of he was afraid to sing in that higher pitch back in the early days but even from their first album too, yeah, the later stuff when they went with Run DMC and that's what brought them out of retirement by remaking Walk This Way. And then I don't want to miss a thing. I can name, well, my parents, but so many people I know, oh, that's my parents' wedding song just around that time period. If I ever get married, that's my wedding song. And that was the only Aerosmith song that is more popular than all their other songs that they didn't write. It was written by uh, the person who was doing the soundtrack for the movie, I believe. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, they did not write that song. Imagine Aerosmith is one of your headliners at this music festival, and Walk This Way starts playing, and then like Run DMC just shows up. And As they a cameo? Also, like they, oh, oh, yes! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That would honestly be like a big enough like yo to warrant them being in the top three. So Grace, I, I respect this Aerosmith pick a lot. That'd be like Tobey Maguire in the new movie. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> the multiverse. Josh, what are your thoughts here after the top three? Where wh- You said everything just evened out for you. Yeah. 
completely even. I feel like they, like you said, they both had like underrated picks as their first, and then really their second one. I mean, uh, they're both of their picks. I mean, Led Zeppelin, the Beatles. I feel like are always in the conversation of greatest bands of all time. And then you have the the, I think the definition of like boomer music in both Aerosmith and ACDC. <laughs> I'm glad you said it and not me. Nice. <laughs> Boomer rock. <laughs> if that's not a playlist on Spotify, I'm making it after this. <laughs> Boomer rock. All right, Johnny P. Good. What you got for number four? Grace is starting to make me nervous with that uh, hair metal pick. Um, all of my next picks, I feel like she's going to steal, so I got to get them over with. Um, my number four is Kiss. Oh, no. <laughs> The Knights in Satan service, if you will. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Rock and Bruce is literally Jory's favorite restaurant of all time, John. <laughs> wow. It's better than Planet Hollywood, I will say that. Oh, definitely. Uh, why Why kiss, John? Uh, g- give us the rundown. Uh, Nicholas Alexander told me to. Uh, Kiss's iconography is really what I think would solidify them at the top of a list. Uh They've been around for so long. I mean, Gene Simmons uh, says he created music. So what? Kiss has been around for long enough where, and not to say that they have lasted with these reunion tours and the never-ending final tours that they've done for the past 20 years, but during their heyday from the 70s to the 80s, just every album was so different, so diverse. The whole point of them making I Was Made For Loving You was to go with that disco feel. And next thing you know, that's being played at roller rinks and disco parties and everything. And it really popularized this band of these people dressed in makeup and uh, weird uh, outfits made of leather. When it comes to marketing and merchandise, no band has done it better. Also, they're, they're, they were the first band to really do pyrotechnics on stage and everything. That, that, and everything now. I know there's also the laser light shows, but seriously, with fireworks and fire and explosions, they were one of the first bands to really do that in the 70s. And every band thereafter, especially throughout the 80s, followed. Uh, music festival. Dude, Kiss, like their pyrotechnics and show presentation alone, nuts. Absolutely. It would it would be insane. And like one thing, too, is like Kiss is still around and performing, but we're talking about in their heyday, like time machine type shit. Kiss would have one of the coolest shows ever. So I think that this was a, a cool pick. Not one of my favorite bands, per se, but I definitely respect Kiss. Happy to see it this high. I didn't think it would be, if I'm being honest. Yeah, personally, Kiss wouldn't have been in my top five, but I I understand the love for Kiss, and I do I do enjoy Kiss. Yeah, so far there's only two bands that I think I would have drafted in my top five. Yeah, two or three for me. Grace, in response to Kiss, what is your number four? <laughs> my number four is gonna be the Rolling Stones. Oh, no. Yo, she's got the whole British invasion. Close. Oh, wait. Yeah, she's close. I, I've always, I think because Josh, like, dad has always been, like, a fan of the Rolling Stones, and he always would listen to them. Honestly, one of my favorite songs from them is probably You Can't Always Get What You Want. I still play that song on repeat. Like, it's so good. Then it's a long song, too. But I love the Rolling Stones, and I needed them on my, I needed them on my list. Rest in peace, Charlie. He just passed away. Was that Monday? Was it this week? Wow. Yeah, Rolling Stones, uh, I I think that they, like, 
at one point were like overrated, but I feel like as time goes on, I feel like they're simultaneously being like low key forgotten about, which is wild because they have so many great songs. Yeah. I know I just talked about Kiss with their merchandise, but the Rolling Stones has like the greatest band logo of all time, right? Pretty damn close. It's it's got to be up there. Recognizably, yes. For sure. It's not the one I like the most, but you know what I mean. Wow. This is this is nuts. Now I'm even more paranoid than I was before when you brought up the British Invasion because the two next bands I have are British, and I'm afraid she's going to take them from under me. I will say, after Grace's pick here, I, my dad would be debating with himself which show he's going to right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's still two bands that's really sticking in my mind where, like, somebody needs to pick them, like, now. There are, like, five for me, but yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> There are too many good ones on the list. That's a problem. We're going over 55. <laughs> uh, there's too many. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nate's talking about going to both these concerts, and you're going to have to pack a sleeping bag for a week. <laughs> I mean, this is at least a four-day festival. 25 of the greatest bands of all time. If there's two of them, that's an eight-day-long festival. <laughs> We're going to have to do this on some exclusive island. <laughs> Everyone's going to have to eat cheese sandwiches for eight days. They'll be dropping off water in helicopters. Josh, do you have any questions go, uh, here at the, at the number four spot, or should we uh, should move on to number five? No, nah, I think good picks for both. Let's uh, let's see what number five. Let's finish off this top five. I think I'm going to have to go with Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath, uh, of course, was one of the first uh, metal bands that pushed into the United States and became very popular. Of course, there are songs like Iron Man and Paranoid that are still known to this day, but uh, Children of the Grave, I'd say, is one of their underrated songs, but that is a very much power metal sounding song where it just it's a constant build up to a really good chorus. And I think that having Black Sabbath up in this top in the top five not with Def Leppard uh would be a good way to round off finishing out ACDC and Kiss and then yeah solid um yeah Black Sabbath iconic band Grace how do you respond I don't know I I've been going through a lot of these bands and I the one that I know you mentioned Josh I think I'm gonna take my top or no my yeah my fifth pick would be Journey Damn it. I did not mention Journey, but go on. Yes, you did. You. If I mention Journey, I'm talking talking how they're one of the most overrated bands. But go on. They're not overrated. Hey, hey where do you stand here? Well, I, I am currently re-watching The Sopranos, so I feel like my Journey love is at like an all-time high at this moment in time. <laughs> I think Journey, for the sake of like this greatest artists of all time music festival thing, yeah. Top five makes sense, especially with who else Grace has selected. Like, it fits right in with her lineup. I think that Journey is a uh, really, really solid band. Definitely more of, like, a, a singles band, more of a hits band than an album band. But yeah, you can't deny that there's been a lot of talent with that band over the years. And they're kind of one of those that was pretty quick to evolving with the times, even if that means, like, not necessarily their sound changing, but, like, their band members changing. Like, haven't they had, like, seven or eight bassists since they started in, like, the late 70s? Like, that's a lot of, of a, a pivotal uh, band member to rotate around as much as they have. Um, yeah, I mean, it fits in with the boomer rock aesthetic. I think Journey's a, a great, great choice. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the song Don't Stop Believing, everyone knows that song. You could, like, you could play it and everyone still knows it to this day. Absolutely. 
Wheel in the Sky, Absolute Banger. They've got a lot of great songs. Faithfully. I'll have a hot take that I think they're the band that has the king of like bangers has not been picked yet for me, but I'll I'll reveal it when somebody picks it. But I agree, Journey. Journey has a lot of bangers. Pick as my number one still hasn't been picked yet, and it's blowing my damn mind. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> and if we're talking about bangers, there's enough there's a couple more that haven't been picked yet. But honestly, I'm happy to see it because like this is tough right now. Top five is half. I like these are both great, great, great lists so far. And like they're not what I expected, and that's a lot of fun. What the draft is all about. But John, you sounded disappointed there when uh, Grace made that pick. Yeah, Journey's just uh, like she said. Don't stop believing is such a popular song. It's in so many movies. It's it always played at sporting events. In the in the in the Rock of Ages play, that's in the storyline for that play. I believe it's the perfect rock song that he writes at the end. Yeah. Well, my knowledge is from the movie, not the actual play <laughs> with Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that movie. How's that movie aged? Is that a commentary track waiting to happen? It could be. That movie's kind of a meme. Please do it. Please. <laughs> Josh, what are your thoughts here at the top five? Uh, I mean, overall, solid. I think Grace is definitely going for the biggest hits of the classic rock era, which I very much respect. John also has some great bands. I, I, I think uh, he's pulling a lot of, like, his favorites and some personal stuff, which I can definitely respect also. Yeah. Also, I'm just kind of taking the ones that I know of. Like, I'm not familiar with a lot of these. <laughs> That's fair. I think so far you've picked probably five of the most popular bands. So, like, it, it's a great choice. I mean, it doesn't get any better than Queen and the Beatles. I think half of America would want to go to that show in all of Britain. That's true. Earlier when I was planning my strategy, I had told Nicholas Alexander that I think Grace's first three picks were going to be Queen, the Beatles, and Journey. Wow. Wow. All right. Read like a book. Are you scared now, Grace? Are you shaking in your boots? No, I had Aerosmith. I had Aerosmith. No, I'm not shaking. <laughs> I'm just kind of going off of what my dad listens to. Honestly, solid. Your dad's got a great taste in music and fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, 90s George Kubis is what I aspire to be. <laughs> he had, he had like, a, like a mullet and he had a beard. <laughs> he would just get his hair permed. Yes. <laughs> Dude, your dad looks like half the dudes in Brooklyn right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Peralski. We're, we're crawling out of the top five into the top ten. What are you picking at number six? Because of the whole Def Leppard debacle earlier, and I don't want Grace to just take it from me, I guess I'll just put them at number six. So we're just going to copy and paste what you said here about them? <laughs> yeah, I'll fix that in post. Can you please say it again? I'm not fixing that in post. No, Def Leppard's a pretty cool band. Uh, they're a cursed band. They're guitarist. Uh, one of their early guitarists had passed away, I believe, in a plane accident. And then uh, their drummer, I believe, was in a motorcycle accident and had lost his arm. But even through the curseness of the band, they still have come out with some really popular hits. And they also, I believe, um, since 1980, have had no rock hit, more rock hits than any other band since that time. So favorite Def Leppard song what, what are you hoping they open their set up with open their set or or just your favorite 
I photograph. I know photograph's a popular one, but I really do like photograph. It's featured in GTA Five. No, no, oh boy. Oh, by Nickelback. <laughs> I feel like Def Leppard. I I would say they were the Nickelback of their day, just because of the sheer amount of hits. But what you were saying about the, them being a cursed band, having the coolest drummer in rock music of the '80s is no no small feat. And the dude had one arm and was extremely freaking talented. And they used a lot of a lot of rock bands from the '80s started using electric drums after he did because he was able to just using the electric tom pads because it was easier for him to play on. Um, a lot of drummers since that point started using electric pads like Alex Van Halen and Van Halen was always using electric toms from then on and uh also with Def Leppard they were the first group to really pioneer the double tracking of the guitars they had two guitarists and then they even double track those and doing the multi-guitar layering as opposed to the other bands that had started around that time yeah i'm noticing your lineup so far is very guitar centric I feel like Grace's is definitely a little bit more lyric centric, but still, I mean, this is this is neck and neck. Definitely. What uh, what what do you what do you respond with that, Grace? I don't know if he already chose this because I can't open up, Josh. I can't open up the notes. I hate notes so much. I was I was tell I was telling Grace who Motorhead was, and now she get now she realizes who Motorhead is. No, you the way you typed that, you I was like, what? <laughs> well, I'll just say who I want to pick. Uh, I want I want number six to be the Who, but I don't know if he already picked. No, they have not been picked, and I'm so happy that they got picked. There we go. Thank you. Number one, I love I love Baba O'Reilly just because it was my dad's favorite. Oh, it's such a good song. I like that song's on my playlist. I listen to that all the time, and it's in Stranger Things season three, and I loved it. Nice. But I love the Who. I love all their songs and. Yeah, I, the Who is uh, would have been in my top five. I think they are one of the most underrated bands of this era by a landslide. So many great songs, and they never would disappoint a festival. No, no chance. Oh, for sure, yeah. Unless it kills some people because the crowd was too big and they get run over. <laughs> that might be a deep cut for you, non The Who fans. Absolutely love The Who. Won't be fooled again. Pinball Wizard. I saw them in concert celebrating their 50th uh, anniversary tour right before Peter Townsend uh, died because, uh, uh, well, he's not dead, but he is a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead to me. I'm glad you brought that up. That's why I didn't pick The Who. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think The Who is is one of the greatest rock bands of the late 60s and early 70s. So happy that they're on, on your list, Grace. This was a big win for me. They were one of the few bands that I've been saying, when are they getting picked in my head for the longest time and I'm happy that the Who have finally been picked. I didn't see them there. I'm gonna be honest. I did not see them on the list. They were my thirteenth pick. Oh. Yikes. Anyway, I'm gonna pretend John didn't say that. <laughs> They're my number six, John. <laughs> Josh, how do you feel after this round? Uh, good pick. I like the Who. Um, yeah, like I I agree with everything you guys said. I personally wouldn't have had them this high, but uh, I'm glad they're in the top ten. Solid, solid, solid. Definitely uh, who over Def Leppard in this case for me. 
I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I'm sorry, John. How do you how do you bounce back, John? Let's let's get a good pick. That's just the problem, dude. Poor John. He's he's getting crapped on. <laughs> no, I'm I'm stressing because I have so many choices that I'm like, okay, well, this one might be better than this one, and then I might just read the wrong notes again. Take it easy. You got some water near you. Take a sip. Take a deep breath. It's okay. Do you, do you need an inhaler? Are you good? <laughs> We've got 19 more spots to go. You got you to hydrate, King. This is my seventh. And I'm going to go with Heart. The band Heart. Crickets. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> First female vocalist on the list. Yeah, Heart was uh, the sisters, Nancy and Ann Wilson. Uh, they started in 67. Then they, uh, I think they were one of those few bands i have a, another group that i'm hoping to draft that uh really was popular and you know fight the patriarchy they were one of the few bands that had women leads and were actually really good in the rock world and crazy on you's intro is one of my favorite favorite intros of all time and nancy wilson is just probably one of the greatest female guitarists of all time is i feel like i've seen barracuda and so many cringe like empowerment scenes where i'm like oh i love that song that song rocked yeah Bar barracuda is great but it's kind of become a meme you guys ever see that really shitty movie with uh uh zach galifianakis and will ferrell uh called like the election year or something or the, the campaign or something right <laughs> <laughs> campaign yeah that's what it was called they're like running for like mayor of like some random small town but uh that's that movie's underrated the scene where will ferrell is just headbanging the barracuda in his car is what i think of every <laughs> time because that song is so good i always have the same response i wouldn't have put them this high but i'm happy that they are if that makes any sense it's definitely not aligning with my tastes but i think this would fit in really really well with what john has for his lineup for this music festival and I think they'd be a very unique sound and would stand out a lot compared to what else he has. John uh, doesn't hate women. <laughs> He's a feminist. <laughs> All right, Grace, how do you respond with your male-only festival? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Guns N' Roses. Axl Rose is not a female. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> okay, he just looks like one. Have you seen the Sweet Child of Mine video? <laughs> yeah. He does look very uh, effeminate there, I will say that. Um, I don't really have much to say about it. Um, What's the first song you hope they play during their set at this music festival? Probably Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah, that would get people up on their feet if they were sitting down, for sure. Or Knocking on Heaven's Door, it's pretty good. Welcome to the Jungle. Definitely some bangers. They, they'd have a great set. Oh my gosh, yeah. Sweet Child of Mine on an actual guitar right now? <laughs> I played Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> Josh, maybe you have a better memory than me. I think that might be the first time we've ever actually had a musical guest. Like someone perform music on Duel of the Takes. Yeah, how come Mars Council hasn't performed on Duel of the Takes yet? Yeah, wait, seriously. The next time one of them's on, we need to do that. James versus John. Guitar Duel on Duel of the Takes. <laughs> guitar Duel of the Takes. <laughs> I think Guns N' Roses is a great choice here. I, uh, again, wouldn't have drafted either one of these this high. There's some there's some very obvious choices to me that are completely escaping right now. Two groups specifically that would have been in my top five that haven't been placed 
But I'm not holding that against either one of you. Two solid picks here. I think Guns N' Roses lines up perfectly with Grace's sound. And I think Heart is a nice, slightly different sound for John's. I, I like where this is going. Yeah, Nate, it's my draft and it's John's draft, not your draft. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this isn't your festival. <laughs> he is the judge, though. Oh, yeah, he's the one who's producing the festival. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. What number are we on? Eight. Number eight. It's John's number eight. See, I'm taking that whole approach of, like, what order they should be in in the festival now, and it's messing with all of this. Don't think about it that way, because there's no way in hell Van Halen, Led Zeppelin, and ACDC are performing on the same day. This isn't the order in which they're performing. This is the order in which they're billed. Most of them are dead, by the way, so... That's true. That's why I said we're doing some time machine type shit here. Yeah, that's why I don't think mine would go like Queen and then the Beatles. It'd be like... It's like the ending of Bill and Ted 3. I think Queen and the Beatles is a perfect transition. From Queen to the Beatles? Like one of those music festival posters. They have like the headliners for the entire weekend or whatever at the top. This is the order in which that festival's being built out. So Queen, the Beatles, and Aerosmith. That's what I'm saying. I'm stressing out about it. Don't worry about it. Remember, it's your festival, John. You can do whatever you want. In my head, the band that would immediately play after Heart. No. That's not how you think about it. Shh, no, it's the way I think about it. The man that would play immediately after Heart would be Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Is that what you're picking here? You go from Heart to Blackhearts. Yeah, that's uh, my pick is Joan Jett. I've also seen Joan Jett live. She rocks. This is the first WrestleMania performance of the list, I think, and not the last. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time one of these acts was on uh, uh, WrestleMania, I'd have... Uh two nickels a couple of nickels all right so why joan jet other than the smooth transition because now i'm thinking about a whole girl power power day by having a bunch of girl-led groups on my list because i i joan jet is uh, similarly to heart where joan jet started when i believe she was 15 or 16 she ran away and started in the runaways and that band was of course around for i think five years before each of the band members that was a fully led girl group would split off and go and do different genres just like lita ford left to go and pursue more metal while joan jett wanted to go and do a more hard rock sound and after that joan jett had to literally go and start her own record company because no labels wanted a female-led punk band uh and i it's to me i've always found it as one of the coolest stories ever uh, and once again, just that theme song of don't give a damn about my bad reputation that it's, it's just really sticking it to the man. And I, I think that's just such a powerful song from such a powerful woman. I a hundred percent agree. How do you feel as it as a theme song for uh, Ronda Rousey when she went to the octagon or pro wrestling ring? I, I can never think about that. Cause all I think about is Shrek. <laughs> all I think about is, uh, is freaks and geeks. <laughs> oh <laughs> you guys ever watched that show yeah no i i think joan jett is a, a very solid choice i think probably one of the the biggest female names in rock and roll in classic rock especially and yeah i like her kind of like angstier sound too would fit really well up there up with up there with heart i i think again i saw her live one thing that was really cool is she actually used to open for the who when she broke off with the runaways which is wild they were on the same label briefly and uh did a lot of touring with them 15 years into their career 
and she was like the hip young sound. So I think that's really neat. Super talented, and uh, Blackhearts are a great band. Bunch of dudes. Bunch of guys being dudes. Bunch of guys being dudes. On Grace's list. <laughs> <laughs> True, but it's her list. It's her list, not ours. Yeah, you better hurry up. You better get a few women-led groups. I'm I'm here to win, John. I don't care about feminism. Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I'm 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 all for women. But right now, I'm 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 playing to win. Women can't make rock music, is what she's trying to say. No, they can. But they're they're gonna be like top twenty. They're gonna be like top twenty for me. So based. Yeah, I, mean, I, I kind of agree with Grace here when it comes to the band. I will say though, I think my favorite female-led band hasn't been picked yet. So take that for what you will. Yeah, if she takes it, I'm gonna scream. Well, I don't think I am because my number eight pick is the Police. Wow. I love the police, the band, not the organization. I, I agree with Nate. On Rock Band, I used to sing Roxanne all the time. And then Every Breath You Take, oh, so good. So many great songs. Uh, Walking on the Moon might be my favorite. My favorite is uh, Message in the Bottle. Another great, great song. I think what's really cool about the police, too, is, yeah, they fit in with classic rock, but they might be the most different sound on this entire list so far. They've got that, like, uh, semi, like, reggae sound. They've got a little bit of a ska influence as well. And very pop forward compared to a lot of these acts. Police are awesome. I liked uh, I liked Sting's cameo in a B movie. True. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My number two Pixar movie of all time. Or, or DreamWorks. DreamWorks. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sorry, Wait I'm a having minute. a stroke. <laughs> I meant DreamWorks. <laughs> B movie was a Pixar movie. It's top ten, right? Um. I mean, it's either that or up. Yeah, I like B movie better than Toy Story three. What? <laughs> I can agree with that. Oh my gosh, you guys are terrible. Grace obviously hasn't watched a B movie in a while. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's better than Toy Story though. No, three, not one or two. Oh, maybe you're right. Stupid Bonnie. They should have just ended it at Toy Story two. Shut up, Bonnie. <laughs> I have a reputation here at Penn State, so I gotta... <laughs> oh yeah, congrats. How, how's it going? It's going well. I was, I, I was walking to class in a flood yesterday, and uh, then classes got canceled right when I got into the room, so it was just, it was great. It sounds like when Nate went into full sail during the tornado warning. During, during the hurricane storm watch. Do you remember that day, John? And our instructor was like, I know the power's out, but yes. we stay. And then, like... <laughs> the room started flooding in the back. Yeah. That, that one, like, light post in the parking lot landed right next to Jordan, uh, Jason Santos's car. <laughs> Good times. That was a mess. It was a scary day. Crushed a security guy's Jeep. Oh, my gosh. We are, we are near the, the top 10. John, what is your number nine band? My number nine is going to be Fleetwood Mac. Oh, damn. Thank you. This would have been top five for me. But again, Grace said it, it's not my list. Yeah. That was on my, that was number nine for me. I'm not even joking. Thank God. <laughs> no, I think Fleetwood Mac, it, once again, you guys are all going to yell at me. But now I'm thinking of this in like separate days. So like, oh, the top five would be one day and then the second five would be another day. Um, Def Leppard, then Hart, Joan Jett, and Fleetwood Mac, I think is great. <laughs> wow, thanks for bringing that up. Def Leppard's standing up even worse now. <laughs> yeah, Def Leppard feels super out of place, but I feel like I had to claim that one. I'm gonna be honest, neither of my top 
two bands have been picked yet and uh we're gonna get to a point where i'm gonna start to get angry if they don't get picked soon josh i know like which one you're talking about and i'm not putting that as my top 10 well i doubt the next band that i have anybody's going to pick uh or has any anybody has in their top 10 but uh no i think fleetwood mac is especially in that concert headline that would be killer their uh their album rumors won our uh top breakup albums uh list yeah i think it's the greatest breakup album of all time because the people that were breaking up with each other were performing in the band at the same time it's insane the fact that there hasn't been a fleetwood mac biopic yet blows my damn mind yeah the hardest thing would be casting the script writes itself and almost all the members are still alive and like in good health where they could produce the thing like uh Elton John produced Rocket Man. It would be tasteful. It would be great. Hollywood, if you're listening, make the damn movie. What are you waiting for? Yeah, they'll make the dirt, but not freaking Fleetwood Mac. Hey, 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 hey. We'll hey, get hey, there hey. when we get there. No, dis- no disrespect towards the dirt. Motley Crew. My number one biopic of all time, John. Hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that's my number nine. We're talking about bands that have like a long record of like great music. Besides rumors, Fleetwood Mac performed pretty well into the 80s as band members started to leave and stuff, too. They stayed pretty popular. They also evolved with the times a bit, put out a couple disco-y sounding songs. They'd fit in pretty well with, like, Kiss and some other acts on your list, for sure. And they were popular on TikTok again recently. They had a huge revival last year. All right, Grace, what's your number nine? Number nine. Okay, screw it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to have to go with Eagles. I don't know. I just think that... I don't I don't think they're overrated. I think they're underrated. Interesting. What are some of your favorite Eagles songs? Uh Hotel California is my favorite. That is literally my favorite. <laughs> That'd be a great song to hear at a festival for sure. Be like the twelve minute long version too. I think the Eagles would fit in right there with like the police and stuff. I think they've got a very accessible sound somewhere between the police and the who. Great choice. Fits in with that kind of like what we were saying earlier, that boomer rock aesthetic. I I dig it. I really do. (laughs) Both lists are two very diverse lists, in my opinion. You know, maybe... They are. A lot of the groupings on Grace's list really go well together. Maybe not so much with Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses, but that whole list is... It's definitely that boomer list. (laughs) Grew up with a boomer dad, so... (laughs) Speaking of which, my Gen X dad is fuming right now if one of these bands doesn't make the top 10. Pink Floyd, I bet. I think think that's what they're talking about. I asked my dad about Pink Floyd, and he said that they had like a couple hits, but he, he really didn't like them. Well, they only had good hits for a few years. After the wall, it kind of went downhill because somebody decided to steal the band. Because I asked him, like, should they be in, like, my top ten? And he's like, no. Bro. (laughs) You know, I disagree with that opinion so much. It's almost so based at the same time. That's like a jury take. (laughs) Wait, is your dad replacing jury in season three? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get him on the podcast. (laughs) Wait, why? Where's Jory going? He's been gone. Have you noticed he hasn't been here? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Where has he been? He retired. For real? Yeah. He walked off into the sunset. But why? Is he coming back? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did him and his girlfriend break up or something? No. Stop talking about it! <laughs> 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 you 
got to got to rerail this episode. Perolski, what is number 10? <clears throat> I believe Cream should be the number 10 10 band. A word? Yeah, you got Jack Bruce, Eric Clapton, and Ginger Baker, which don't really care about the other two, but uh they were technically the first super group. Um and that's true, they were first uh LeBron James Miami Heat super team. I just think that they have so many recognizable songs. At the same time, because they were a super group, so many songs get confused that you're like, oh, I thought that was an Eric, like cocaine, people think is an Eric Clapton song. But it's actually, they did that in Cream originally, or um, Sunshine of Your Love, very popular Cream song. It's in Guitar Hero 3. Such a good song. I definitely wanted to get Cream on that top 10, mostly because of Eric Clapton. Solid. No, I think Cream... Cream would be a solid, solid choice here. I don't personally love the band, but I, like you said, they're a super group. They weren't around for the, that long. Didn't really put out a ton of music, but their, their hits are so big that, yeah, you associate them with the standout acts of the group. And I think that's definitely, definitely the case. Sunshine of Your Love would be like the best way to kick off this music festival if they're like an opening act for someone else. Yeah. I, I dig it. Also, we didn't have the Yardbirds on the list, but honestly, instead of Cream, I would have picked the Yardbirds because... Yeah, better band. Uh, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, all of them were cycled through that band, but now I think uh, Cream's a good finalized uh, 10. Solid. Grace to you with number 10. <laughs> Time to finish out this top 10. <clears throat> My number 10. Steve Miller Band. Oh, no! I love uh, the song Jungle Love. Actually, um, I know I mention him a lot, but my dad introduced me to that song, and I love that song. And um, I think they're underrated, too. I think they have a lot of good music, good albums. I feel like they have, I feel like they don't have a lot of one hits. I feel like they just have a lot of hits. Yeah, no, Steve Miller Band definitely has a lot of, a lot of good songs. And I feel like they also, they, their sound changed with the times better than most other bands. Like they have hits in three different decades, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I love Frank Miller Band. All right, Josh, the top 10 has come and gone. How are you feeling? I'm pissed. Because he wants Pink Floyd. <laughs> I think we both do, but it's not our, it's, it's not, it's not our list, but. There's also another band that is really sticking out to me where I'm like, how is neither of them have picked this? Especially Grace. Like, I know I listen to this band, like, so much in the car. Now I don't know who you're talking about. I also know that Nate's definitely, there are two bands I definitely know that Nate's like, what the hell, John? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. But honestly, the lists are still, like, pretty even. I, um, yeah, I think seven through 10 got a little sus for me for both parties, but everything's fine so far. See, I'm vibing in different ways. I got to get into the feel, you know, combining Hart, Joan Jett, and Fleetwood Mac together. I, I just, I, I got to get into the feel of it. <laughs> Between you and me, Josh, I think it's so even right now in the top 10. I think it's the next 10 that are really going to solidify who has the better list for me. I think 11 through 20 is really going to be... Who, who's got the better the better lineup yeah i'm excited to see what this mid card looks like this this these festivals sound great both are doing a great job picking things that i mean just didn't come to my mind when uh when making this list so i'm excited to see where this goes from here all right john this is 
According to Nate, a very important part of the list. What are you going to do? I'm going to, once again, be worried that Grace is going to pick a bunch of mine that I already have listed out. You better be worried, John. Yeah, with it being the this the important 10, don't want to just shove a bunch of random hair metal bands in there. You know, you want to still get some powerhouses. Um, so I think number 11 for me is going to be Rush, the Canadian trio. Hell yes. Nice, nice. I knew it. And if if uh, if you guys notice how I've been doing the feels, you know that Rush I think is very good at that, especially progressive rock and f- being one of the first bands to articulate it, and especially with Getty Lee, Alex Lifeson, uh, the way they use their guitars and basses and keyboards, they just use any instrument you can think of. Rush probably used it in one of their songs. Everyone I know that saw Rush live will say that it's either their favorite concert or one of their favorites. So far, this is the only band that has been on Trailer Park Boys, and I think that says a lot about our society. (laughs) Based. That was a really good pick, especially for a music festival type thing. If you're trying to win me over, picking Rush is a is a solid choice. Oh, uh, the the next few I have, like I said, I'm super worried Grace is gonna start stealing them. Probably. <laughs> I don't know though. My next pick is gonna be probably surprising. Alright, number eleven, Grace. I'm gonna go with sticks. Whoa. That is surprising. <laughs> uh I wanna hear the tick here. Why sticks? I I I don't know. I just really like sticks, and I love "Come Sail Away," and I feel like that would yeah. that would fit so well in like my festival. And if they just if they have to play one song, it would be that song, and everyone would know it. Everyone would go nuts. Play play "Renegade" by Sticks to get people up on their feet, and then "Come Sail Away" after two songs, then Queen plays. Boom. <laughs> I I see the vision. I think Sticks is underrated. I would not draft them anywhere near my top 10, but I applaud you for doing so. I love No. <laughs> it's 11. <laughs> I was talking to Nate about this. Sticks to me feels more like a parody of a band than a band itself, and I don't know how to explain that. What? They are one of my mom's favorite bands. You just won my mom over. She's going to your festival. Hey. Grace, you have not you haven't won our mom over yet. You did not pick her favorite band yet. I know. I know. No, I know her. I know her favorite band. I'm picking that one next, I swear. Unless John knows it, but I'm picking her band next. Unless John knows our mother's favorite band. <laughs> if so, John, you're looking pretty sus over there. <laughs> I don't, I don't, we can, we can just pretend that never happened. <laughs> it's there and it's done. I'm, I think this is a very bold choice. This is uh, this is kind of based, honestly. It's the Mr. Roboto. It's the most bold pick yet. It really is. Adam's, Ad, Adam Sandler is so happy right now. All right, John, how do you bounce back? In, in, in sequence, I'd have it go Rush and then Pink Floyd. There it is. Finally. Thank you. This should have been top five. This could have been my number one pick. This would have been my number one pick. Would it have? Yes. I don't agree. They have produced some of the greatest music of all time. For for me, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. For you, I feel like there's a different band on here that would would have been your number one but you know i hope grace doesn't take it i'm gonna cry if she does i guess if we're talking about the longevity of bands i think pink floyd has put out three of the best albums of all time period regardless of genre but i could see why in a music festival scenario they might not be the best band ever but still there are people out there that would go to this music festival just to see them do like 
another brick in the wall and that's it. Even if like Pink Floyd, like mainstream wise, isn't as big as say like a uh, Aerosmith or ACDC, their devoted fan base though will show up to that festival and sell it out. And smell bad. Them playing with Rush makes a lot of sense. We got some prog rock representation, thankfully now outside the top 10, two of the greatest prog rock groups of all time, Pink Floyd, Shine On You Crazy Diamond, Wish You Were Here's the greatest album of all time, in my opinion. This is just, this is incredible. I'm happy to see them finally picked. I've been finally. <laughs> all right, Grace. All right, my number 12. I know you're next Yeah, you pick. know when it's Cheap Trick. <laughs> there it is. All right. I want you to want me. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess in a concert sense. Definitely a good festival band. A lot of big hits. Super popular in the 70s. My mom loves them. She absolutely loves them. Uh, Ghost Town, great song. Dream Police is definitely my favorite song. Yep, same. That's so good. Ghost Town didn't play in the movie Ghost, right? Because I have a really weird butterfly effect that it I did. I don't think it did. If it did, it's like it's like on the car radio in that one scene. But I don't think I don't think it did. That would be funny if it did, though. Be a little on the nose. Wow. So here at the number twelve spot, Pink Floyd, the Cheap Trick. I feel like they're opposite ends of the spectrum. I think they're definitely totally opposite. They're pulling in different devoted fan bases for sure yeah i feel like in the same way that having heart and joan jet like fleetwood mac even cheap trick probably won over a lot of women to go to that festival over john's yeah my mom and her sisters love cheap trick and i never understood why great band but like of all the ba bands from that era that they like remember fondly the most it's weird that that's one of them solid 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 lucky number 13 john what is it number 13 is the doors dude you picked you picked like my number two and three overall at 12 and 13 <laughs> literally literally same you finally picked me and nate's top three yeah they're great bands but like i mean on my list i mean, you could definitely see that i was going for not the so much psychedelic and progressive -y feel but even in the doors movie if those concerts are anything like that in the movie that would be an awesome, like, concert festival type. Yeah, I think uh, you're definitely, you're starting to bring in the, the stereotypical, like, Woodstock music festival crowd in now. Yeah, and after that, it's going to take a hard turn, and it's going to be like, what's up with this hair metal pop rock stuff you have going on? It's all right, they're on shrooms. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if Pink Floyd and the Doors are playing back-to-back -back that day, Nate and I are going to be, like, the first two to buy those tickets. Dude, I'm camping out for three days to get into the venue front front row seats that day or standing i mean it's a festival all right number 13 grace what are you picking to counter the doors so i'm going to bring some of uh, feminism in here <laughs> and i choose the runaways all right solid yeah cherry bomb such a good song Joan Jett's going to have a busy weekend. <laughs> yeah, she's going to have to go back and forth and fly to the two different arenas. She's going to have to run away to the other concert. John, where's your festival located? You know, the whole island thing was really inspiring. So I was thinking that Grace's festival would be on one of the islands in Hawaii. And then mine would be across the water to a different island in Hawaii. And you'd have to go back and forth. Yeah, kind of like a Jurassic Park in the helicopter feel. You know, you come in, do-do-do-do, but it's freaking Pink Floyd or Queen or something. Oh, that's awesome. I'm down with that. I was I was thinking Disney World, but let's go with it. <laughs> <laughs> the doors are headlining at Disney World. <laughs>
you're, you're on this helicopter and you're, you're pulling into this island and Jimi Hendrix is playing the Jurassic Park theme on an electric guitar as like a solo. <laughs> Epic. Oh, gosh. Good pick. Thank you. Number 14, John, what you got? I have Jimi Hendrix at number 14. The experience? Uh, yes, the ex... Well, yeah. <laughs> the experience. <laughs> to have the experience no solo acts but the Jimi hendrix experience is technically a band which is why i think we should have had the ozzy osbourne band but whatever you got black sabbath you got the better band no i disagree i i agree, I agree with john here i think i had this debate with nate it was a long day <laughs> <laughs> but no i i feel like once again i feel like fitting in while Sometimes I think that Jimi Hendrix is overly labeled psychedelic rock uh, when yeah, I think he does a lot of hard rock. And of course, he was experimenting very much that Van Halen type of feel where he was just trying to make sounds, not necessarily make music. And I think that Jimi Hendrix would be really good to go on with Pink Floyd and the Doors and really do a good transition uh, moment from that more psychedelic nature into the more hard rock nature that I may be going in. Yeah, I definitely think Jimi Hendrix would fit in on either one of these lineups really, really well. And again, one of those people who's going to pull in such a crowd. I think a lot of people of that boomer rock generation who didn't get to see Jimi Hendrix live really wish that they had the opportunity to. I think he's like at the top of people's like like bucket list uh, bands or bucket list acts. So. One of the greatest guitar players of all time, stick and true to your theme. A lot of great guitar players on John's list. So over to you, Grace. What what do you got at number 14? My number 14 is Motley Crue. All right. I, I don't know. I, I keep saying the same old thing, but of course my dad likes them, so I like them. Kickstart my heart. Pretty good. Such a great song. Oh, hopefully they open with Shout at the Devil. Dr. Feelgood is such a good album dr feelgood and i know that in in the movie the dirt which i don't know if you've seen it josh but the dirt the movie about motley crew i think i have they uh they they really make a point of the scene of when they're making the dr feelgood album that they sobered up and i've always said that's my favorite album and definitely the best sounding album of motley crew and i think dr feelgood is just such a good album and maybe it is because they sobered up that it came out so well but kickstart my heart dr feelgood slice of your pie there are just so many good songs on that album and it's all just a fun fun pop rock uh, poppy feeling uh metal rock album it, it's so good uh, in terms of like yeah bands of that era i think like that would be probably like on the top of my list to see live so yeah motley crew solid pick here at number 14 i think they would have like one of the best sets if they just played like five of their biggest hits everyone would go home happy home sweet home they close with home sweet home and then like oh yeah the steve miller band hops <laughs> on stage or something it would be nuts <laughs> come on take the money and run <laughs> I don't have a number 15 listed, oh boy. To, to buy John a little bit of time, Grace, uh, we were talking about venues. Uh, you guys are between splitting islands in Hawaii and Disney World. Um, <laughs> do you have a name for your festival? Do you have a name for your event? Oh, no, I don't. That's a good question. 
Um, <laughs> you don't have to come up with one on the spot, but maybe it's something you could think about as you're drafting the rest of your list, because I'd like to give these uh, awesome, awesome music festivals a name. Actually, I do have a name. All right. Better better than John Hollywood's festival. Uh, You could call it the Boomer Festival. The Boom Fest. <laughs> the Boom Fest. Or no, because since I have mostly uh, English bands... British boomers. Yeah, British boomers. <laughs> they shot heard around the world too. <laughs> the British are coming. <gasps> the British boomer invasion. You got a number 15 Burger King foot lettuce pick here at 15. Some bands that I don't care for. My next pick is going to be Thin Lizzy after Jimi Hendrix. I always thought that their, their sound has always been familiar. Um, and I, I really, really enjoy Thin Lizzy uh, with uh, Jailbreak is one of my favorite Thin Lizzy songs. Um, not The Boys Are Back in Town, because that one I don't forget. Uh, cowboy Song. Thin Lizzy's Cowboy Song. They, their music, they, they were into that psychedelic rock, but at the same time, it was very bluesy. And uh, I think, once again, having Jimi Hendrix and Thin Lizzy on that list, I think, is just such a good pairing because even if they were to transition into each other i think the music would flow really well on that concert day together i agree i like the way you're going about booking this it's like there's a slightly different genre every day or every every uh, few hours uh, i i definitely like the mix up and uh, the only way to really get from pink floyd to thin lizzie in my opinion is through the doors and Jimi hendrix so this makes a lot of sense i like the way that this is this is plotted out thank you thank you race what is your number 15 Burger King foot lettuce pick. <laughs> Prince and the Revolution. All right. Damn it. That was my next pick. Wait, really? <laughs> I didn't want to sound dumb for picking it, but... Definitely not a dumb pick at all. I think Prince and the Revolution's a solid group. I would have... I definitely would be picking it right about here. All right. Well, perfect. Prince is definitely the most underrated guitar player ever, I think. Nobody ever refers to him for guitar technica technicalities or anything but he played guitar bass and then also when he played it in the rain at the super bowl halftime show that was pretty iconic i definitely think that's the greatest in my opinion that's the greatest super bowl halftime show ever i think it's better than michael jackson's and everything you sure it wasn't the weekend yes i am sure <laughs> my mom loves the song i would die for you and we would just blast that in the car all the time so i love I love Prince and the Revolution. A lot of great songs. Uh, when Doves Cry, there it would definitely be a great mix up Such a good with song. like a lot of the other sound you have here. I feel like Prince and the Revolution kind of fits in with like the Police, but also fits in with like yeah, like the Beatles or, or the Rolling Stones, even even Journey, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like one of those. It'd be weird to see what he'd select for a festival, but I, I agree. Probably the best halftime show of any Super Bowl was Prince. He'd just go to the festival and perform a bunch of covers. <laughs> That'd be kind of based. That'd be a Prince thing to do. He'd do covers of the people that are at my festival. <laughs> He's just doing like Cream and Heart covers for some reason, and it's like honestly a better show than Cream and Heart would put on. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I changed this pick too. Thanks, Grace. Solid, solid pick. Yep, I'm just picking off the top of my head now because I, I don't know if I want to go hair metal or orchestral, but. Go for it. Uh,. Tesla, I think, is a... Uh, actually, I think Tesla's kind of underrated. I definitely think they are underrated. 
it's uh, definitely an interesting, uh, interesting pick here. They're currently on the Keep It Real tour, which is a great name for a tour for these guys that are all in their 60s trying to play heavy metal still but no i think tesla just has a lot of love song um signs those are just some bangers of song and all of their songs very they do they all do that build up to a huge chorus and i think that's especially when it comes to like love song and what you give it's very uh to compare to journey how don't stop believing that final chorus is really at the end of the song they don't say don't stop believing until the end and a lot of the tesla songs are formatted that way where it's just this constant build up and then a kick-ass climax chorus chorus at the very end and then everything fades back down and it's over like a story arc definitely padding out the early part of the show right now i, I dig tesla a lot uh grace do you have a number 16 i do and it's yes yes thank you yes 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 is it isn't one of the guys though in that band is he from queen um no i thought he was no no never mind it just looks like him so their biggest hit owner of a lonely heart it was produced by one of the dudes from the bubbles yes yeah well the bubbles were were the band yes for a little bit they like joined the band and like i don't know and then they kind of then yes became yes again and then they had their biggest hit ever the history of that band is so intriguing i think yes would have like is is fitting in in the same way like uh like rush and and pink floyd and the doors are kind of fitting in in john's list earlier that really interesting prog rock experimental sound i think they have some of the best um album artwork and like put together cohesive like structure to their music and they also have hits too which is kind of rare for like a a, a progressive rock uh group like that like yeah owner of a lonely heart roundabouts a banger there's like so many great songs that I think people would sleep on and they would be awesome in any festival. I'm so happy to see Yes making the list. One of my favorite bands. Very good pick, Grace. Thank you very much. John's uh, afraid. I can't figure out. I can't. Oh, boy. <laughs> 11 through 20 were very important. Yeah, it's getting close again. Really, really close. Not going to lie, Grace slid off, but her last two picks... Yeah, I mean... What do you mean I slid off? Sticks was a little bit of a wild card. Cheap trick, you were getting back in the right direction. But Motley Crue, Prince and the Revolution, and yes, back to back to back. I'm, I'm really starting to kind of shift my uh, shift my gate here in that 11 through 20 spot. This middle 10 is, is very interesting. I don't, you know, it's a lot of hype here, but it, I don't want it to get to my head. So I'm just gonna... <laughs> just gonna sit back i think there were still some legendary acts left to be selected and uh i can't wait to see who picks what because uh the rest of this list is it's very interesting i think there's a lot of great takes here still yet to be had i think there's a great meme pick for the final five that i think somebody should take <laughs> the light the electric orchestra or something yellow yeah electric light orchestra what is that or as Josh said, Ello. You would know their song, Mr. Blue Sky from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the opening song that Baby Groot's dancing to. <gasps> that's, 
That's them? Yeah, ELO has a lot of great. The meme? Yeah. Oh my god, I love that song. If John takes that band, I'm gonna be pissed. They also got Don't Bring Me Down, another great song that I'd love to hear at a festival. They also have Do Ya. Anyway, John, what are you picking here at 17? Well, now that I know Grace is gonna pick it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, what I have for 17 currently is Motorhead. Oh. Oh. There it is. Do you do you like that jump from Tesla to Motorhead? It honestly, it was a really smooth transition, surprisingly. And this was the Josh bait. Now Josh has to go to the Motorhead day. And not only that, though, you're going to have like Tesla, you know, screaming, love will find a way. And then, you know, it's going to go all dark and then just bass just comes in and then Jesus reads. It just starts screaming in the back. It's got to start out with the game. It's time to play the game. It's time to play the game! We're Motorhead, and we're gonna kick your ass! Yeah, I think Motorhead's a pretty epic choice. I, uh, they, they kind of stand out on this list. They're one of the heaviest groups here, so trying to find the right spot for them doesn't make a ton of sense, but I think that a very, very solid choice. Row, uh, three of the greatest wrestling theme songs. All right, Grace. To fit in with your British theme, are you going with Ello? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with the Electric Light Orchestra. I thought <laughs> I think I just read it wrong because Josh, I thought it was the orchestra that does the uh, Carol of the Bells. <laughs> Trans Siberian. That would be so based. <laughs> I thought it was them, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> That'd be a great intro to the festival. <laughs> just Carol of the Bells. <laughs> I love Mr. Blue Sky. I remember uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I remember immediately after I heard... Well, I heard that song before. I heard it in the game plan with The Rock. Hell yeah. It was it was in that movie, and ever since then, I've loved that song. So I'm hype. I'm really hype. I, I think Yellow, they've got some, they got some bangers. They would do a great, great job. They could open for anyone. They could even maybe open up on, like, main stage before someone, like... Uh, like Journey or something like that. I think ELO, super solid. Great choice. Yes, and ELO back-to-back. Back. Picking some great choices here, Grace. Thank you very much. Number 18, Parolski. Wow. I think Blue Oyster Cult is going to be my pick. Solid. Okay. A lot of bangers there, too. Is that second to need more cowbell, though? The thing about that set that's going to be nice, I think comparatively, they could go and just play, like, three songs. You know, they could literally just go play Godzilla uh uh burning for you and then don't fear the reaper and then leave and people would be satisfied true that's the set i'd want to see those are the three songs and in that order yep <laughs> dude i would i would mosh to godzilla by blue oyster cult i don't know if that's just me but i would i would mosh <laughs> they got a drop to it all right grace what do you have next um i have foreigner dude my mom is so going to your show Stick, Foreigner, and Journey, and Cheap Trick? Forget about it. My mom doesn't even know the other concerts going on. She doesn't even care about Queen. She just wants to see Sticks. What's that noise on the other island? <laughs> so can I turn it down over there? I'm having a hard time hearing Sticks right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Jukebox Hero. That's such a good song. I agree. Like, they could just play that and it'd be fine. Another Rock of Ages song? Yeah. Cold as Ice is good, too. Cold as Ice is a banger. Hot-blooded. They got bang- Like, they've got hits. Feels like the first time. Isn't, isn't more than a feeling, Foreigner? No. 
That's a that's a band for later. They also got uh <laughs> yeah, they got I wanna know what love is. They got their ballad, they they play their ballad, get off stage, and then uh yeah, Prince and the Revolution starts shredding. <laughs> <laughs> when doves cry. The up and down on both of these concerts would be really weird in this order. I don't even know if I could do twenty-five here. Yeah, are you starting to not know the bands? I yeah, I'm starting to not know. <laughs> We'll speed around the last five. We have a fun, uh, fun, fun gimmick plan for the last five. Oh God. Yeah, especially like Europe. They only have freaking. Hey, 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 hey. The final countdown. Yo, rock the night. Y'all need to put some respect on my boy. On Europe? What's going on here? It fits in with the British invasion theme, okay? Yeah, that's why I'm hoping she has to deal with them. No, I don't want to deal with the, uh, you got uh, the kinks? Are you guys talking about the kinks? What are you talking about? I want the kinks, so there, you can get Europe and I'll get the kinks. Google, Google said that they were banned from America because of their behavior. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love the kinks. Yeah, America banned kinks. America's kink shaming, nothing new. <laughs> how do I, how do I bring I up? don't. Alice Cooper. Oh damn it. Alice Cooper. <laughs> I think Alice Cooper is the next pick. Yeah, Alice Cooper. I'm kind of surprised it took uh, this long for them to get mentioned, but a solid, solid band. A lot of hits. He has a really good longevity as well. V very much so. Uh, Yeah, I like Alice Cooper. Yeah, I'm surprised Alice Cooper wasn't picked like right, like right around like the Kiss. Like not necessarily like top five, but like, but, like that could have played back to back. Yeah, Alice Cooper probably would have been like... Yeah, on my personal list, it probably would have been, like, top 15-ish. Yeah. The thing is, he's been around since the 60s, too, so it, it's there's just so much of Alice Cooper, and not to say that it all sounds the same, but they're very much, like, when you hear Alice Cooper, you're like, that's definitely Alice Cooper. Whether it be Feed My Frankenstein or School's Out, you know, those are two. One could be a creepy song, and the other is just blow up the school or whatever but you know wow forgot this is going on youtube <laughs> maybe <laughs> don't say that <laughs> it was real to me <laughs> all right grace number 19 what do you got here uh tom petty and the heartbreakers there it is another one of my mom's favorites they have their own they have their own uh sirius xm uh radio satellite radio station they're that popular and that good you're pulling in a whole new audience there with tom petty and the heartbreakers you know who also has his own radio station now who pitbull does he really mr worldwide i believe so that's insane he does oh he does <laughs> but yeah i mean tom petty and the heartbreakers what can you say about talk about a group with a ton of hits oh yeah for sure didn't barnyard play two of the songs <laughs> won't back down you got american girl i mean just those two alone like that's huge mary jane's last dance american girl and won't back down tom petty's playing one mean set at this festival yeah grace's festival is very much so the mom concert i feel cool at least the beginning is she's getting both parents the moms the moms are gonna get there early and then uh the fathers are gonna come later for like all the feminists are gonna go to john's festival <laughs> <laughs> only for one day <laughs> All right, here it is. The last one of the middle 10. We've got number 20 before the speed round. The last one you guys are picking by, by choice. What are you closing with, Peralski? I have to put Quiet Ride on there. Do you? <laughs> yes. 
because <laughs> so right this is the time machine right that Nate always talks about so Quiet Riot had Randy Rhodes in it who of course was the Blizzard of Oz guitarist and Diary of a Madman guitarist and I just think that taking if he were to stay in the band and not have joined Ozzy Osbourne and had continued doing the stuff musically that he was doing before he just died in the plane crash, I think Quiet Riot would have been way more popular than they ever have been. You know, they have some popular songs, Come On Feel The Noise, which is a cover, but then they have uh, Metal Health, uh, uh, Slick Black Cadillac, but a lot of those songs, you could see that influence of that early 80s rock and metal and what had started to change and become the hair metal and glam metal of the time. Uh, with those early days of Quiet Riot, and I just have to have them in the top 20. Fits in with your theme, talking great guitarists. I mean, Randy Rhodes, probably one of the greatest of all time. It's so so sad that he, uh, well, he was in, like, what, two, three groups? No, he started Quiet Riot when he was 16, and when he was 19 or 20, he left for uh, to go and audition for Ozzy Osbourne. And he only passed away when he was 25, so... Having Blizzard of Oz and then Diary of a Madman, as well as those two Quiet Riot albums, it's a pretty good track record for a career that was so short. It really is. Quiet Riot, number 20. Grace, what is your number 20? My number 20 is Scorpions. Nice. Yeah. Rock You Like a Hurricane. You kidding me? Love that song. No one, no one Like You is a great song. I feel like I didn't pick them like earlier because... I I had no idea that they sang Rocky Like a Hurricane. <laughs> I literally had no idea that they were the ones that did that. I think they're underrated. I'm stupid. Winds of Change. I love that. One of my favorite rock ballads of all time, Wind of Change, about the Cold War ending. An absolute banger of a song. I agree. They were a German rock band, and they could barely speak English, but (laughs) they recorded all their music in English because they became super popular in America, and I think that's really cool. So in the old interviews, they're they're always like, can we please speak German? In the original interviews while they were releasing records that were in English. That's crazy. I had to tell them the lyrics because it's like, here I am. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Josh. Why aren't you at Party at the Patio? It's Fleetwood Mac night. It's a tribute. Oh, really? I know what Josh is doing after this. Is Bon Jovi not on this list? No. No, and I was looking for it, and I wanted it. Yeah. He would be. He would fit in very, very well with Grace's list, and not very well with John's. My mom would not go to my concert, but she'd definitely go to Grace's concerts. Did we? Did we exclude Bon Jovi for a reason? I'm a little confused here. No, I just I sent you the list, and you didn't have anything to add. Like a Bon Jovi edition would have been great. It slipped my mind. We we already had 55 bands. I also like when I think Bon Jovi too. I also very much think of like his pop breakthrough songs. Like I don't really think of rock, so maybe that's just my bad. I feel like Living on the Prayer is a better banger than Don't Stop Believing. Okay, I can agree. I don't. That's that's one of the most normie takes you've ever had on this show. Well, is it the normie take if three of you think otherwise? I feel like Don't Stop Believing is definition of normie anthem. <laughs> I mean, neither would be my anthem, but I think Don't Stop Believin's a better song. I don't know about that. Just a small town girl! Okay, well anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We still have five spots to go each. That means ten more groups are getting placed. Uh, And I believe that that means there are 16 left. So we're doing a speed round. The way we're going to do this, I'm going to offer 
three bands, and you have to pick one of the three. You ready for this, John? It's going to get nuts. We've never done anything like this in a draft. I just say it, like, right away? Yep. Whichever one of the three you want of the three I name. Nate, can I, can I also name one? Oh, yeah. Actually, we'll rotate. So, Josh, you go first for number 21, and then I'll go for 22 with the bands that are left. Uh, I'll go with ZZ Top, Dire Straits, and Genesis. ZZ Top. Interesting. Okay. All right. What three are you giving to Grace? It can be two of the same as well. Uh, yeah, I'll stick with Dire Straits, Genesis, and Boston. Genesis. Solid choice there. That's what I would have picked too. Another another mom concert. Hey. <laughs> I, Genesis is great. I almost paid five hundred dollars for Genesis tickets two months ago. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> are you my mom? <laughs> <laughs> daddy do i look do i look like your daddy all right you ready for this john yeah. you got deep purple credence clearwater revival <laughs> or wings Ooh. ccr all right all right grace you've got steppenwolf the kinks or the doobie brothers steppenwolf interesting over the doobie brothers i don't know who they are <laughs> john you got kansas deep purple dire straits deep purple richie blackmore grace you got kansas rat uh the kinks um the kinks that was big all right john you've got the doobie brothers steely dan and kansas Oh no! You did that on purpose! <laughs> dire Straits. I didn't give you Dire Straits. <laughs> <laughs> I said the Doobie Brothers, Steely Dan, or Kansas. Uh, Doobie you Brothers. You finally have a mom act, finally. And that's, that's all I could think there. That's all I could think. It took, it took you 24 spots to get a mom band, and you finally got the best one, in my opinion. It's not the band I wanted, though. All right, and Grace, you've got Kansas, Steely Dan, or Boston? Kansas. Solid, solid. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Uh, Leonard Skinner, Boston, and Rat. Ugh, rat. Bro, what? I've been trying to get Rat in 21, and nobody was giving it to me. <laughs> Bruh. They have a lot of good songs. They don't. <laughs> uh, they have a lot of good songs. There's like six of them. All right. Well, you're not wrong. I can't believe you turned out fucking Leonard Skinner for Rat. Rat didn't have problems. <laughs> I feel better now. I didn't pick that. I was going to pick it because of Ratatouille. <laughs> 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 oh, Remy, the Ratatouille. <laughs> All right, Grace, you ready? No, but let's go. Wings, Leonard Skinner, or Boston? Wings. Based. Yeah, that was that was clutch. No one picked Steely Dan. I'm crying. <laughs> I didn't think anybody was going to pick Wings. Yeah, I was getting worried there. <laughs> At least nobody picked Europe. I almost set it up for you to pick Europe. <laughs> yeah, that Europe, Boston, and Kansas. I'm like, come on. <laughs> well, this has uh, definitely been an interesting draft. Josh, as the judge, the only other judge besides me, where are you leaning? How do you feel? This... I think we're going to have to do the point system because this is too even. Every time I try to pick a flaw in one list, uh, another, like, 
another thing evens it out. Well, we've got Grace's name for a band right now, or for a tour, I should say, for the for the name of this festival, the British Invasion slash Better Than Johnny Hollywood's Festival. Yes. <laughs> the Brit the British Boomer Invasion. Oh, Brit British Boomer, of course. How could I forget? And uh, John, what is the name of your uh, your warped tour. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> I think I'll call it shock, the sh shock on a rock. Cause, uh, get it. It's an Island. So they're on a giant rock. Yeah. That makes sense. I like it. So there's, you know, like some black Sabbath in there. You're like, Oh, Alice Cooper, you know, shocking. Oh, kiss. Oh. Well, I guess we're going to do the, the good old fashioned point system. Whoever has more head-to-head -head W's out of 25, it's an odd number. We will get a definitive winner here between Josh and I. Yeah. Up first, we're going to start at the bottom so it uh, gets more suspenseful as we move on. <laughs> oh, nice. Rat or wings? Wings. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Doobie Brothers or Kansas? Ooh. What? Come on! What are you going to go with? I think it's the Doobie Brothers 100%. Not even really close. Yeah, yeah. What a Fool Believes is better than Kansas's entire discography. Name a Kansas song. Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. It's my favorite song. Carry On Wayward Son is a great, great, great song. Uh, Dust in the Wind is also good. I don't really know beyond that. Ah, oh, I love Dust in the Wind. Uh, Deep Purple versus The Kinks. I'm going Deep Purple, so it's our first split. Okay. CCR or Steppenwolf? I'm going CCR. So am I. Down, 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 down. Fortunate Sun starts playing. ZZ Top or Genesis? Uh, ZZ Top for the meme. Okay, I'm going Genesis for no meme. I unironically love Genesis. Wow. Quiet Riot or Scorpions? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going Scorpions. Yeah, me too, Scorpions. Alice Cooper or Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Ooh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I think I got to go Alice Cooper for the consistency, but I, I like where you're going. Yeah, it was tough. That was tough. Blue Oyster Cult or Foreigner? Foreigner. Okay, we're split again. I'm going Blue Oyster Cult. Motorhead or ELO? Holy shit. Oh, no. <laughs> this couldn't get more different. Yeah, I got to go with Motorhead. I'm going ELO. We're split again. <laughs> Tesla or Yes. 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 Thin Lizzy or Prince and the Revolution? Come on, man! It's Prince. Jimi Hendrix Experience or Motley Crue? Motley Crue. We're split. I'm going Jimmy. Yeah, as you should. The festival is happening right now. There are two stages on opposite ends of the field. You either go to see The Doors or The Runaways. Which one are you running to? <laughs> 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 the doors, no question. All right, same scenario. Pink Floyd and Cheap Trick. Where are you running? <laughs> uh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Russian Sticks are playing on the A and B stage at the same time. Are you going to? Are you rushing to Rush? Or are you sticking with Sticks? Um, uh, it's got to be Rush. It's definitely Rush. I was trying to be like, maybe if I had like a lot of beers in, so you could dance to Mr. Roboto. The only way I'm sticking at sticks is if like come sail away. <laughs> I'm already there and I have like a good st like stage spot and rush. I'm standing in the back. You, you could still hear them and rush. <laughs> All right. We're now in the top 10 cream or the Steve Miller band. Uh, Steve Miller band. It is Steve Miller band for sure. Fleetwood Mac or the Eagles. I'm fighting with myself here. 
I'm thinking Fleetwood Mac. I'm going to split. I'm going to go Eagles. Eagles members had a better solo career. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts or the police? That's tough. The police. Yeah, it's the police. Heart or Guns N' Roses? Heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Heart. <laughs> Def Leppard or The Who? The Who. Yeah, we're there. We're, we're seeing The Who. Black Sabbath or Journey? I know I shit on the whole time, but I think Journey. I'm going to Black Sabbath. I've been praising Journey the whole time, and I'm going to Black Sabbath. <laughs> All right, Kiss or the Rolling Stones? Oh, the Rolling Stones, actually. If it's Prime Mick Jagger? Yeah, yeah, but... If it's Prime Kiss? For the spectacle, I'm seeing Kiss. It's split, it, it's split for me. ACDC or Aerosmith? I'm seeing ACDC, personally. I think I'd be more interested in Aerosmith Live than ACDC. All right, a split there. This might be the hardest one yet. Led Zeppelin or the Beatles? This is the hardest one. I'm going Led Zeppelin. But it's all four Beatles. They're all alive. <gasps> yeah, all four of them. Yeah, Paul McCartney's definitely not dead yet. Yeah, I, I feel like it'd be disrespectful if the Beatles don't get a vote here. I'm going to split it. All right. And Van Halen or Queen? Queen. It's Queen. Whoa. Oh, man, that was a tough one. It was quite funny. There were a few runs where, like, three in a row, I'd get a point, or three in a row, Grace would get a point. It's because I put sticks <laughs> as number 11, bro. <laughs> I mean, if I realized we were doing that, I would have organized the list better. Sometimes we don't do that, but when it's really close, we do it. Because, I, especially those last five picks, I was like, I'm not going to get any of these. <laughs> I kept the wig on the whole time. Damn, is your head itchy now? A little bit. How's your head, Nate? Why? What, what happened? I got mugged <laughs> on the train uh, on Friday night. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Shit happens. Well, my mini fridge hit me in the face. How's your face? I have a lump. How's the mini fridge? <laughs> <laughs> Is the mini fridge okay? I went to rip the plastic off, and I didn't know that the door wasn't, like, taped shut. So I, like, ripped it, and it yanked open, and it hit me. That's, uh, that's what happens when you don't draft the doors. A, a door attacks you? <laughs> John is door safe tonight. Before I uh, read the results of the of the number count, how do you feel? Is there a specific way you're leaning after going through all of them again? Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to defeat one of these guys uh, in a couple months. I think when it comes to uh, hits and excitement that I have for a concert, to like to not have any bias, I I I think more people would go towards grace and maybe that's what i'd do but john's got the doors and pink floyd so i'm also leaning towards him more at what i personally would go to it's probably john's i think that the overall like music selection is probably going to be a little stronger at grace's but like the like the actual bands that i'd want to see you're talking like raw talent you like stuff that like dreams are made of dude John's got everyone. John's got Pink Floyd. John's got Led Zeppelin. John's got The Doors. John's got Jimi Hendrix. I, I mean, just those acts alone, it's like, man. But we're talking about the music. It's hard to beat Queen, Beatles, Tom Petty, The Eagles, The Who. Yeah. It, it's tough. I think the better, I think overall, the better music is being performed at Grace's, but the better artists are at John's. That's how I feel. Totally agree. Well, the point total is uh grace 16 and a half points and john with 11 and a half whoa what no wow what no grace is the first three-time champion <laughs> i really thought john was gonna win 
I for sure thought he was. Well, like I was saying, where I think it really comes down, where it was going to come down to in general was that 10 to 20 spot because the top the top 10 was so solid grace technically had four uh where both of us want to go see them instead of john's i mean the who versus Def leopard we laughed at the police versus joan jet was tough but uh cream versus steve miller band was also like kind of scoffed at where i think it really came down to was uh, between 11 and 20 and that's uh john started off so strong rush pink floyd the doors back to back to back Somehow we were split on Jimi Hendrix and Motley Crue. Don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, Grace Grace just dominated 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. We were split or in her favor for six in a row there, and that's what it really came down to. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, those that endings of the both the lists, you could definitely lean towards Grace's. John, what a what a duel to takes debut though. You get you gave us some facts about the band, some things I didn't even know. Yeah. I mean, and like you were picking out a passion. These were groups that like you know a lot about, you care a lot about. Like I said, I think you picked the better artists, but which show am I going to? I'm taking my mom to the British Boomer Invasion. <laughs> oh, for sure. You could uh, and even honestly, though, honestly, I, I think that the diversity in the music of my show is like it's more niche targeted almost. Whereas Grace's, I feel like so many people will know so many songs from so many of those bands where some of most of the bands I picked, people may only know one or two songs. Dude, I don't know how Steely Dan got left on the table. Would have literally probably been in my top 10, if not top 15. <laughs> that was a really, really good game, John. I That was that was just great. And I got scared. In the beginning there, when you mentioned my top three, like how you predicted that, I was like, oh, he, he knows my game plan. <laughs> yeah, I crumbled apart halfway through. This might have been my favorite episode to record in quite a while. I think that mm -hmm. the takes were just everywhere. The fact that Pink Floyd didn't get picked until number 23 out of the options just blows my mind. I, I literally think we couldn't have gotten two different music tastes uh, together for this list. And I... This is this is a legendary episode, in my opinion. Thank you, John and Grace, for both joining us today. And Josh, what's the next draft battle? You and Grace are fighting over what the best best pictures of all time are. Oh. Best picture Oscar winners, Grace. Do your homework. Okay. John, do you have any predictions for that? What do you think the the number one picks are going to be for the best best pictures? Uh. No, I'm sorry, but if I'm going to place bets, though, it's definitely on Grace, because before coming to this episode, I was like, Grace is on a roll. This does not look good for me. Aw, thanks, John. I'd be wary, Josh. <laughs> Season three, I think John should go up against Alden. I think... In what? <laughs> in something, because I think if anybody could defeat Grace, if Grace is still undefeated by then, I think a rematch between John and Grace, this is like... This is like a this is like McGregor's last fight. Let's run it. Let's run it back. I I would love to go up against John again. He literally scared me. I was like sweating the entire time. So I'm I would definitely do that again. Let's go for the next one. I'm ready. You're now down in the rankings though. You gotta go. You gotta work your way up. You're an Alden. You're an you're an Alden tier. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alden territory. Alden who's. 0-3, I think, in the draft? 0-2? Uh, yeah, I think he, he and I have the same record, which is 0-2, which it just really hurts, honestly. It, it does. <laughs> I, 
whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Like, I get losing the grace in the Marvel thing, but my sports list, the best sports movies of all time list was straight up rigged. And I have audio evidence of it on a hard drive that was stolen from me last Friday. Actually, I have to say, if I win against Josh, can I be a judge for one? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I would love to be a judge. <laughs> She she re- she retires undefeated. She's like, there's no competition for me. No, I think we definitely need you as a guest judge whenever your reign's over. But right now, you're the queen of the draft, Grace. Woo! I think you're the first uh, guest we've ever had on three times in a season, but you keep winning these, so. She's a day player now. You've been on more episodes this season than Jory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, thanks for sticking with us. I know the upload schedule has been a little rough, but should be fixed soon. We uh, we hope you feel better, Nate. I feel pretty good, honestly. I think working an entire week, uh, I don't know. I don't think I really had like a severe concussion, probably just a mild kind of, you know, brain rocked. I was foggy for like two days after, but Monday morning hit, you know, got some coffee in my system, worked a... Worked an eight and a half hour day and I felt back to normal. Working boomer hours, listening to boomer music. Going to a mom concert, apparently. I mean, I picked it, didn't I? (laughs) You're right, you're right.